never go to the doctor, you never go to the hospital to get it properly fixed or healed or anything. You just continue through life with this arm that's broken and you figure out ways to work around it and you figure out how to still be able to, you know, go on and do great things with this broken arm. Now you've gotten to the point in your life where you're successful or you've made it, whatever, whatever. Still doesn't change the fact that your arm is broken. Like, sure. And it's it's been broken that entire time. But the point was that you dealt with it more. You didn't let it be a hindrance before, and now why is it a hindrance now? Like I get it. It still Life changes though. Yeah, I mean, and you don't always know how that's going to manifest itself later. Like just having a Agreed. broken arm at and you twelve. Keep dancing, yeah, you keep dancing on a broken yeah. ankle or running routes on a broken ankle. One day is like, uh, you can't do this no more. You need to sit all the way down. You might have to lose the arm eventually because it never was hit, was fixed properly. So, I mean, I think to a certain extent, like it's the same thing. It's like, you know, just because he, whatever, had confidence issues as a kid, you know, now they're manifesting themselves in his inability to actually like have any interest in playing at the highest level, despite the fact that he has the ability to and has been doing his entire life because he, you know, maybe when he was 12 years old, like he lost the game and, you know, people, you know, shitted on him and said like, you're fucking trash, you're light-skinned bum ass. And, you know, as opposed to like getting a little Damn. bit of like support and like, you know, yo, like it's just a game, like but let you it hold go. On like, to those things, that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, so right, never yeah. know. I don't think they were saying uh, light skin bum bum ass in Australia, mate. Um, <laughs> but that's wild. I mean, no, I hear you. Like, I, I, I'm, I am really in the middle on it. I haven't taken a, a strong take today. I got to get better at that. But you don't have to have an opinion about everything, Kev. Facts. No, I mean, tell you that? no, I have an opinion. It's just that it's not a, it's not a real. Yes or no, like it's 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 right in the middle, which you know maybe is not having an opinion, I guess for some, but like, or well, is having an opinion. He, oh. uh, I I do subscribe to, and I, I was brainwashed, and this is not necessarily healthy, um, in hindsight, but the um, I'm I'm the, I'm the Kobe Jordan, I'm that era, like all all the way, right? Like I'm a, if you can, if you can walk, you can play. If you can put on shoes, you can play. So like, in hindsight years down the line when you're an older man and you're looking back and you got issues that you didn't get taken care of or you didn't address or you just swept it under the rug because I had to get out here and perform, that's not necessarily good for your mental health, right? Like, that's not to what you guys are saying. Um, it's not good, but at, at what cost, right? Like what At what cost is it, when at all cost? Because um, <laughs> a lot of people feel that way. I think, I think Tom Brady feels that way. Um, Tom Brady's from that cloth. We don't often put him in that category, but he is. Like when he looks back and says, "I could have went." I think his oldest son is named Jack. I could have went to more of Jack's game this year. I could have been present with more of my my kids this year. I could have did more stuff with my wife this year instead of playing this one last year. Um, he'll probably have that kind of regret. I don't. I don't know how athletes deal with that. I mean, I, I deal with that too, right? Like I, I, I can't physically. I'm not in the same sort of shape. If I was in better shape, maybe, maybe, right? But like, I don't think about playing football the same because it takes me too long to recover. And that means if I take a day to play, and now instead of one day, two days to recover, those are two. That's three whole days now that I don't get to do something that's like fun with Blake or mm -hmm. fun for myself. Opportunity so, cost. Right. Okay. So now I don't, I don't play as much as I used to. Um, 
or you know, when I play basketball with you guys, it's like I can bring Blake to the gym and like he can be a part of that, even though he's doing his own thing on the other end. But like that's different. So I don't I don't know. You know, part of me is you know, grow up where we grew up, we do what we did, blah, blah, blah. You get you get the fuck out there, bro. Like, they paying you a bag to perform. Go perform. Part of me wants to say that to Ben Simmons. And the other part is, if this is true, and, like, I, I wish there wasn't a if this is true component, because a lot of people are questioning if this is a real thing and we should take mental health as what it is. If someone says they're having no stress, we, we, should, we should believe them, get them help. But if this is true, again, saying we shouldn't say that, and I'm saying it, because <laughs> I, I don't know Ben. Like, I don't, I don't really trust Ben. So you assume he's lying? See, and I think I that's, that's another part of society. And that's the right? thing that's wrong, right? I, I agree. I I'm, I, I'm, yeah. I'm saying it's wrong, and I'm still doubling down on it. Because yeah. um, we haven't – he hasn't shown us the – and that's, that's something that's a societal question. Should people who are having mental health issues have to prove to you they're having mental health issues, or should you just take their word for it? Well, and if we do that – they're not all provable. And if we do that, what kind of can of worms do we open up? And is I that a, and is and that's just a good positive thing to do, or is it there? Why why do we feel mentally? And maybe it's just me. I'm old. Like I said, I'm, I'm acknowledging I'm old school. I'm very. We went to wars back in the day. Yeah. Um. I am. It's a conservative viewpoint. Mm-hmm. Um. We. Uh, Mar, uh. Sorry. Muhammad Ali was the first. One of the first. The first big name. Um. All the time. You got drafted. You went to war. You got drafted. You went to war. You got drafted. You had to pick up this gun. Go over there. Shoot first. Hopefully you didn't die. Or you might die. And everybody was like, all right, fuck it. That's what I got to do. I was like, oh, oh, hold up. I don't have no problem with them. They didn't do nothing to me. I'm not going. Right? He was the first one that kind of shifted his focus on that. Before it was what you said you did. I mean, what you were told you did. So now here we are where it's like there's still a lot of that old school kind of mentality, that that army war mentality. Um, there's a leader, and you do what you're told. Now it's, well, shit, he's supposed to be playing. All right, he got this problem. Should we just believe this problem, or do we give him the room to to be human, be regular, and say, "All right, well, he said he got a problem. Let's believe him and let him do what he got to do." I'm very much on the, and more than I want to be, I acknowledge there's work to do to get to I think or a place that's that's more healthy. I'm very much on the side of he got to get out there and play. We give him a bag, he got to go play. Go ahead, uh, Q. I mean, my feeling is this, like, I don't think that people that are suffering from such a severe mental health issue need to be playing basketball. So you need to go get the help that you need. And that's that should be the focus and priority. But if that's what you need, then go get that and then be in a better place to play. But to to take up a roster spot to not play and then to say you have mental health issues, there's something there's there's conflicting. There's conflicting issues there. So it's like you're you're being paid to put yourself in a position that's going to cause you stress and anxiety, which is going to exacerbate your mental health issues and also simultaneously prevent you from an opportunity cost standpoint, prevent you from getting the help that you need. So at what point is the need to get the help that you need more important than your desire to be compensated? Doc, can I jump in real quick before you go? I'm sorry. Um, I think it's the same. I think it's two things. I think it's the same. Maybe I don't know if I'll get to two, but I don't. I think it's the same for regular people, right? Like if if you, I, th- I think you play basketball as a means to get. You know, you have to be able to pay for that help. Unfortunately, it's not free, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's the same for, you know, a mailman or or a sanitation worker, right? Like 
if you have an issues and you know maybe maybe good sanitation worker you you're a sanitation worker mm-hmm. you're working an early shift one morning it's four or five a.m. in the morning mm-hmm. one of your buddies um is picking up cans and they happen to get hit by a car because of the car couldn't see them and they okay. die right so now you have trauma a mental health you have trauma right? right you need help but your job is the very thing that's causing your trauma mm-hmm. if i stop doing that thing i don't have the money to now pay for the help i need but as you said the very thing is the thing that's causing <laughs> how, how do you go about that right because we don't we're not gonna give people free health Right, we not give people free healthcare. That's where we are, right? Um, but but if you're working sanitation, you get paid time off to help resolve that, and then there's a conversation we have with HR afterwards to say like, can you come back? Do you want to sure. come back? And then we figure that, out termination if necessary. Indeed, like, that works in this scenario. But hypothetical, you're right. You're absolutely right. But if there's something like that, how do you balance? I need to pay for this the the, the services and work that I need versus I can't work because the work is causing me the to need the services I need. I mean, I'm 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 gonna, you know, make an assumption here, but I'm fairly certain the NBA has the resources, or at least has yes. The but to assuming that connect him, I'm with you. I'm I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I, that's a, that's a rabbit hole. But I'm, I'm, I'm with you I'm, on that. I'm going with you. I'm going with you. Yeah. Wherever you need to go. I'm good. <laughs> I, I'm gonna pause and get. I'm gonna get to Doc before we go too far. Go ahead, Doc. Um, so Kev, kind of to where you were going with this. So it makes me think about women and menstrual cycles. Okay. Right. So should we hire women? Because there are some women that potentially times – like there are a number of days a month where they may be uh, dealing with menstrual cramps to the point that they cannot leave their bed. Okay. So in the course of a month, we could potentially say that there is maybe a week that a woman cannot go to work. Mm-hmm. Do we still hire a woman? Can I interject? It's yeah, it's kind of directed to you. I mean, just kind of curious where you're. Oh, kind of, I, th- I thought yeah. you said Kev. Um, so no, then, I was saying where Kev was oh, going. Oh, okay. So what I would say is, if I mean, they do have medication to help alleviate some of those issues, and so if the person is able to take those medications and the employer is able to provide, whether it be through healthcare benefits or you know insurance or whatever, to provide that the access to that, then that kind of reduces the need to have that question, like, because Except it, it no longer inhibits. Now, if they choose not to. Nope. Wrong. Okay, go ahead. So what happened was you made an assumption, and I think it's the same assumption that folks are making about Ben Simmons. So What's the assumption to your, the assumption is that what is provided can make this condition subside. Just because you take a pill doesn't mean that the headache is going to go away. It means you took a pill for it doesn't mean that the headache is automatically going to go away because you took a pill. Now, it's looking at therapy comparatively. Just because you have a therapist doesn't mean they're any good. I know trash therapists, right? And also, there's about a relationship. So if you as a person meet with a therapist and your therapist isn't great, your therapist could just be taking you down this – walking hand-in-hand hand with you down the street and not giving you what you need. So you may be in therapy and not getting therapy. So unfortunately, I think the go-get-help thing is not – it's not a blanket statement, or it's unfortunately it's a blanket statement in this case where it's go get help, but that doesn't mean getting the help will give you help, if that makes sense. No, and and I agree, which is then why I said before, then we determine whether or not this particular job is something that's going to work for you long term, because if this job is still causing you stress and your inability inability to perform is related to the job, then we need to 
not have you work the job for your own health and well-being. I do not disagree. I think this is new information that came out, right? So if in the next maybe year or so, because the reality mm -hmm. is he may be able to show up and, and practice. He may be able to go through drills. He may be able to play certain games, but there could be some conditions where his stress, stress and anxiety gets heightened and it causes whatever kind of physical flare-ups or physical responses. It's tough because you don't know. It's not like, oh, oh, when I see this thing, this thing happens because that's not the way illnesses often work. He so don't know. It, and that's part of the point. And, may, and you're right. There's this reality that this could also be a big pile of poop and a hot box of steam and garbage and nothing's wrong with them. But there is a possibility Just that – there's a possibility that this could be real, and and he's still figuring it out because this is the first time I've heard something so specific in this case. So what was this like yesterday, this morning? So now it's now moving forward. There might be these conversations. All right, well, so Ben, let's go with you. You right? I mean, because if working at this job is making you not able to work this job, you may need to be an analyst or a coach or a model or a YouTuber. And I think there's a natural um, skepticism because this is like the first of its kind. And we've had the NBA around for 75 years now. And you've had as many players that have played in this league who have, you know, played under various levels of, of stress and anxiety and have figured out a way to continue to play or at least show up and perform to various levels of success. But, you know, this is the first time you've had a player that says, like, no, I, I cannot. And, you know, so much so that I need to be traded to a different team. And even still, while on a different team, I still have an inability to perform. So I think there is a level of skepticism because it's like, well, if this is true, we need to really identify, like, what this is so we can figure out how to resolve it. But if this person I don't know. is holding all the pieces and not giving information, then it, it – just gets really it's it, it's just like Jesse Smollett to me like very similar where it's like it's like it feels weird it's it seems like you're trying to say something that you're not actually saying or but imagine but imagine being the first person to admit that like yo I can't play ball because I get like I get performance anxiety or I have this mental block like the thing I'm doing <laughs> gives me like that I can't I. I freeze up like my body hurts and, and I have these physical ailments. Mm -hmm. But then why would I show up? Because this is what you're paid to you, do. You got to get the bag. Um, True, but you can be in the locker room. You don't have to be out there like at the court. Nah. I don't, you could be up I don't the think he's the owner. Or with I don't the think he's manager. the first one. I think he's the, the most prolific or high profile one. Oh. Um, <laughs> you know, we've had um, Kevin, Kevin Love, um, DeMar DeRozan, Delonte they both West. come out. Um, Delonte West, Delonte West is the big one. Um, both come out and said they've had um, issues around basketball. I mean, performance anxiety and and and, and uh, depression and stress. Um, there there have been pieces written on them. I think even Jimmy Butler had a little spurt. But the biggest one that unfortunately or, or fortunately we didn't have social media for was Dennis Rodman. He would take sabbaticals often. Mm -hmm. Um, and the way of his recharging was, I'm gonna go on a bender in Vegas, or I'm gonna go on a bender, do something all the way extra, go. and yeah. I'll be back, and I'm here for these games. And, and the there's, thing, a, there's a lot of trauma he had from his youth 
Yes. A but lot. the thing that he had that is different than Ben is that he had an organization who supported him. The Bulls might not have have agreed. Phil Jackson might have been flipping the shit. Why hasn't he had practice? But he knew Michael Scotty, go talk to Dennis. Or literally, if we if you agree with what was in the last dance, Michael, go get him out of the bed where there were, according to Michael, uh, hookers and drugs in bed with Dennis and bring but him to was, practice. But he was but, also Dennis Rodman, right? Compared to Ben Simmons, who is young boy in this. Dennis Rodman had been here like he was established. And he but was ben, also seen as like this eccentric dude. So and yes, but Ben so, made it's 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 really bad. The the Trey Young layup dunk thing is really bad. This is a three time all star that's twenty five, twenty six years old. He he by several accounts was supposed to be LeBron James two point Right, so from those kind of lofty expectations and three All Star games, which you know we wanted him to shoot more jump shots, jump shots, but he was by For some him. a top fifteen, top twenty player. Um, James minus the scoring, maybe. But even even he put up numbers for his career. He averaged fifteen for his career. But even even with that, I mean, all right, like if he gives you seventeen, eight, and six with his level of defense. That's fucking. That's a. That that's better. Think about what Draymond is to the Warriors, right? Draymond never averages more than 12, 13 points, but he's arguably, arguably, arguably their most important player. Right. I'm gonna say it seven times. Right. I'm gonna say it seven times because we know we know what Steph is. We know what Steph is, but like Steph doesn't get his easy shots without Draymond. Draymond's their best passer. He's their best defender. He's their best and rebounder. And he's, um, the, he, he's, a he's their catalyst. Like, he, yeah. Yeah. He, like, he runs so, things. Right. Their offense isn't their offense without Dre. So it's like, mm. you know, but I'm going to still say arguably all these many times we know what Steph is. Yeah. Steph's transcendent. Transcendent. But, um, but Ben, at worst, should be a hyper-athletic Draymond. Right? Like, at the worst. Which is, means you can be a, a, a second or third best player. And like I said, we can argue best player, not really best, but maybe most important, to a championship team, a three-time champion. So, while I get like the, the Dennis Rodman was a multiple-time rebound champ, defense player of the year, he was a champ, multiple champ already, I don't I don't, I get, I mean, I get, I can't say I don't get why Ben is not getting the love, but I think in the social media area, area era, sorry, we don't give Ben that benefit of the doubt that we gave to Dennis. And well, why? Well, I think largely because Dennis showed up to play, even if he was drunk or if he was going through shit or whatever. Like he and still he actually produced, showed even up. However, he was like maybe Ben was too. No, Ben is not. We have evidence and proof of this. Ben was going through whatever he went through before that Hawk series. It sure. culminated in the Hawk series. Sure. We saw it in the Hawk series, but he was going sure. through it, and then sure. he sat out a year a year afterward. But he's, he's played since, and he's also but, he was also on a team where that was something that you saw because if you look at Dennis and where Dennis played, he he didn't need to do a ton. He just needed to do what he did. Like he could and there was no social media. Truth, but also like Ben didn't show up to like the practices and all sorts. Like he didn't. Neither he did didn't Dennis. Play. No, but like like ben when the season worse, when the season was starting, people were like. Where's Ben Simmons? Like, is he is he coming back? Like, what's going on? Then when he finally did show up, 
he was just like non-committal out here like not really doing it like maybe he didn't get the help he needed like i can't and that's fine just go go get it go get it kev i think you make a good point about social media because i think that kind of elevated a lot of the the needing to navigate and manage like what's coming on because before you had like it was a news reporter that would show up at your door or try to chase you down and if you didn't want to be bothered with them you could take the back entrance or back exit whatever think charles smith those those oh, four layups he missed geez. against the Bulls, right? He would have been crucified by new, not even media, by New York fans. Correct. Um, he didn't have to worry about that. That was a Knicks reference. You guys might not. Charles right. Smith missed like four layups. He was six ten. He was six ten. It was a playoff game. I think we could have went to either the Eastern yes. Finals or the Finals. I'm not sure which one it was, but Point Blake just just. Four in a row. The the weakest layups in the history of the world for a six ten guy. I mean Gilbert, Mr. Free Throw after LeBron gave him a little pat on the shoulder. Like, Bro, this was nah, this was worse. No, no. <laughs> no, 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 I know, I know, I know, I know. But what I'm saying is like, you know, ultimately like that was that was a crazy, crazy situation. But that happened during like social media. So like yeah. people like got over it. Like they were like, All right, he missed it. Like, whatever, we keep it moving. I just think if you if you come in with Maybe you have the the performance anxiety, or maybe you have the I'm supposed to be LeBron. Maybe you have the shit I can shoot in in summer and and in the summer times at Life Fitness or wherever they play at in New York. I look like the fucking best player in the gym. I get out here and I don't I can't shoot. There is and to be fair, That's the fair. Sixers also fucked up Markel folks. They mismanaged him too. Sure, but he, I think he had more of an injury, and then there was we, like a. We'll never know, but like he, but he came in as a playing. top, a, a number one pick, and he mm-hmm. just didn't do shit for two, three years, and then, and he left and was balling. So maybe yeah, they just don't playing. have the structure, and I, there could be something to it. I think Ben should be doing more, but like there could be something to his story of like he didn't get the support he needed. I don't, but to be sure. fair, I don't think Markel Fultz was number one pick worthy, in my opinion. That's I don't think true. so. I don't think so, but. He did leave Philly, and I have seen spurts of folks in Orlando where I'm like, he's decent. And I didn't see that player when he was in the Sixers. I did not see that player. Even think about Okafor. I mean, they have four top five picks in like. Yeah, I don't know. I, and I don't know about that because when he left, I didn't. I didn't see him do much. Now more. he didn't With, do anything else. Wherever he went, yeah. He, he was in a Bobcats at one point. I didn't really see much from him. I'm with you. The Pelicans for a cent too, I think. He had some cent. decent minutes in the Pelicans. He had some spurts, but he 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 was the type of guy to give you 22 and 10 one night and then a three and like yeah, like a three and one the next night. I don't. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know. Are you talking about light skin? Light skin. I don't know. Jaleel the center. I was thinking of Mecca. I don't know why. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna take Okafor. I mean, I don't know if Okafor. Goes with that argument. I don't know. I know. I'm just. I don't know if he does. I was just saying. I was making a connection between Sixers top six Sixers draft picks. Like everybody but JoJo in the last six seven years has has not produced. Right? I mean, has but, it, but management has changed too, though. So well, I, I think I think that's part of it. I think that you come in with these expectations. You're a top three, top four, top five pick. You have expectations. Nerlens Noel, um, 
none of those guys have panned out. Now, is that a talent thing? We drafted the wrong guys, or is that we don't know how to develop and get the, the young players the support they need? I mean, and maybe it's a combination. It could be all know. of those things. I mean, it, yeah. it could just be like a you know we we we're expecting to like compete every year, and you have guys that have only played thirty plus games. You know, but even then, before. those guys got drafted during the process, so we weren't expecting shit. <laughs> we were just well, expecting no, no. you as, to do something. As fans, we might not have been expecting shit, but we, you know, management is like, you know, we made the playoffs this year. We made the playoffs two years ago. Like we're trying to make it back, and if we don't, then that's a failure. Which is like that's a little unrealistic when you have a whole bunch of guys that you know have lack of experience. But you know, you, you there's been a bunch of different coaches since then, and I think it's a testament to the fact that these players were actually good. That you know they're on other teams and they're not necessarily stars, but they're serviceable. They're decent role players for other teams. So I mean, that's maybe all they ever were ever gonna be. But you know, we didn't do a good job of scouting and and really looking at these guys and putting the time in to really think about what they were going to be. I mean, look at, look at, uh, Iguodala. That's a crazy situation where it's like, he gave us good years, but who knew if we put him in the right situation, he'd be fucking a stellar defensive player that could, you know, just contribute, you know, being a defensive player and then, you know, fucking knocking out threes. Like we tried to make him be everything for the fucking organization. And it, that wasn't the case. That wasn't his role to be. I hear you on that one. I hear you. 